Praise the Lord, YouTube. This is Philip Romick, Brother Philip Romick, coming back again. Uh, another week of Pentecostal podcast. Going to be doing Breaking into a Prison Part Two, um, covering three prisons that were in the New Testament. So last week was Old Testament. This week's New Testament. So I'm first going to start out with uh, John the Baptist prison. Now he had a prison that was of somebody else's making, somebody else's sins. So he was exactly the opposite of Samson, if you watched last week's lesson. Samson was his own sins. John the Baptist was somebody else's sins. So this was a prison brought about by Herod's sin of adultery. So here we have in Matthew 14, 3 through 10. For Herod had laid hold on John and bound him and put him in prison for Herod's or Herodias' sake, his brother Philip's wife. For John said unto him, It is not lawful for thee to have her. And when he would have put him to death, he feared the multitude, because they counted him as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday was kept, the daughter of Herodias danced before him and pleased Herod. Whereupon he promised with an oath to give her whatsoever she would ask. And she being instructed of her mother said, Give me here John the Baptist's head in a charger. And the king was sorry, nevertheless for the oath's sake, and them that sat with him at meat, he commanded it be given to her. And he sent and beheaded John in the prison. So this example shows us that others' sins cause our own persecution, our own death. It shows again that sin leads to death. This is this can be sin from other people or it can be our own sin. So here we have in Romans 6.23, it says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So that was John's prison, John the Baptist. We're next going to move on to Jesus Christ's prison. The prison of Jesus Christ was a very significant biblical event. There were actually more than one part on this prison. First, it was planned. It was also his choice. Next, he was unjustly accused, similar to Joseph's prison. And it also ended in victory. So here we're going to start out in Revelations 13.8. It tells us that Jesus' death was known from the beginning of the world. Revelations 13.8. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the earth. From the very beginning of time, this death was planned. This prison that Jesus had was planned. Jesus Christ died for the sins of humanity to give us an opportunity to know God. Okay, so how next was it his choice? Okay, the flesh of Jesus Christ had to submit to God's will, which is the Father of God. So it says in Matthew 26:38-44, Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here, and watch with me. And he went 
a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto his disciples, and findeth them asleep, and saith unto Peter, What, could ye not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray, that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And he went again the second time, and said, and prayed, saying, O my father, if this cup pa uh, may not pass from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. <coughs> And he left them, and went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. So here we see that Jesus Christ's flesh had to submit to God's will. So, it was his choice. He had to choose to die as well. The death of Jesus Christ also gives us remission of sins. It says in Matthew twenty-six twenty-eight. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many of the remission, for many for the remission of sins. And also, it had to occur for there to be New Testament salvation, which is salvation from the Book of Acts, New Testament believers. It says in John sixteen seven, nevertheless I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Father or the Comforter will not come unto you, but if I depart, I will send him unto you. So the Comforter here that Jesus is talking about is the Holy Ghost. It's God's Spirit. And it's gonna it's essential to your salvation, essential to New Testament believers. So let's see. And it wasn't available unto the believers until after his death and resurrection. Let's see. So you can also reference my Pentecost, uh, explaining Pentecost lesson if you want to know more about salvation. So Let's see. Let's talk about the Old Testament. The prophet Isaiah spoke of Jesus Christ. Here in Isaiah 53, 8-12. For he was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked, and with the rich in his death. Because he, done no, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong because he hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sins of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. So here we see the perfect man, Jesus Christ. He gave his soul as an offering for your sin. Because 
you have to remember that sin always requires death. If if you notice all these prisons that involve sin involve death. So the sins of humanity could only have one offering that was actually acceptable. That was the death of Jesus Christ. That was his prison. So that was the only offering that would be acceptable for our sins. Jesus died a temporary death. That was how he broke in. He broke into the prison through death. Okay, the breakout of his prison was being raised from the dead. That's the victory that he had. He had victory over death. Jesus declared in Revelations 1.18, I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of hell and of death. So Jesus Christ, after his death, he, he went down to hell and took the keys from the devil. He now has victory over death and hell. Additionally, 1 Corinthians 15, 54-57 tells us, So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus had victory over death. We have the victory over death because of Jesus Christ. Jesus' salvation plan gives us victory over death. And that was, that was his ultimate goal. That's why he had a prison. That's why he broke out of the prison. He broke out for our salvation. So praise God for that. Amen. <clears throat> So next I'm going to move on to the last one that I'm going to talk about today. It's the prison of the New Testament believers. The New Testament believers were commonly in prison because of their persecutions. They were being persecuted for Jesus, for the name of Jesus, and for salvation. The prison of persecution makes the church spread out. This is shown in Acts 8, 1-4. And Saul was considering unto his death, and at that time there was a great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, Samaria except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering into every house and hailing men and women committed them to prison. <clears throat> Therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. So as believers, we should expect to be hated for Jesus' name. We should expect to have persecution. This is a prison that no one's going to be comfortable in. But we need to remember that this is a prison that we're going to experience if we're walking with God. So... The prison of persecution. It should actually be in your life. So, I just wanted to tell you that. Uh, so, moving on, we have John um, 15, 18 through 21. If the world hate you, if the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If ye were in the world, the world would love his own. 
but because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept <clears throat> my saying, they will keep also yours. But all these things will they do unto you for my namesake, because they know not him that sent me. So, remember in your persecution that Jesus Christ was first persecuted. So everything that you're experiencing, Jesus Christ was also experiencing. They hate you because they love the world. So, that's what that's that was the words of Jesus from John right there. So, okay, how do we break out of this prison? Alright, there's actually four different ways to break out of this prison. Unlike the other ones. The first one is prayer by other believers. It comes from Acts 12, 5 through 10. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. So the church prayed for him. And when Herod would have brought him forth the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side, and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself, and bind on thy sandals. And so he did. And he saith unto him, Cast thy garment about thee, and follow me. And he went out, and followed him, and wits not it was true, which was done by the angel, but thought he saw a vision. When they were past the first and second ward, they came upon the iron gate that leadeth unto the city, which opened to them of its own accord, and they went out and passed on through the street, and forthwith the angel departed from him. So, the prayers of the saints got Peter out of this prison in Acts 12. The next uh, breakout comes through your own prayer and worship. So that's in Acts 16, 25-26. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were, uh, were loosed. So another way to break out of persecution is through your own prayer and worship. The next one is God can just let you out. This is in Acts 5, 18 through 20. And laid their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison. But the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them forth and said, Go stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. So in this one, in this situation, no one prayed for him. They didn't pray for themselves and no one was praying for them. The angel of the Lord came and delivered them from the prison. There's also one more example. Uh, no escape from prison. Where you can just die in it. <clears throat> it could be God's will for you to die in the persecution. This, this could be like an example like Paul. He died in prison. So... 
It's whatever God's will is. But those are the four ways of escape. Let's not forget that the prison of persecution isn't a bad thing. It means you're doing something right for God. You may not be pleasing people, but you are pleasing God by telling others about the gospel of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> so, right, I quickly wanted to summarize all six prisons. The six biblical prisons are Samson's or Joseph's prison. Sorry, he was unjustly accused. That's how he broke in. He broke out. Was righteous living. Samson's prison broke in because of his own sins. His breakout was death. The Israelites' prisons, multiple times they were disobedient to God. That's how they got in their prisons, they, they got in their situations. They were delivered by repentance, by crying out to God. <clears throat> John the Baptist's prison, he broke in by another person's sins. His breakout was also death. The prison of Jesus Christ, he broke in multiple ways. <laughs> it was planned for our salvation. It was also a break-in. He was unjustly accused. He also, <clears throat> he was perfect. So when he broke in, it was for his plan to save people. His breakout was his resurrection, which gave us the opportunity to be saved. So his victory was our salvation. And lastly, the believers' prisons, the New Testament believers' prisons, a prison of persecution. They break into their prison because they're being persecuted for Jesus Christ. They have four ways to break out of prison. They can break out by other people's prayers. They can break out by their own prayers and worship. They can break out by God intervening with no one else's help. And they can also die in the prison. If God wills for that to happen, that can happen. So, these are the six prisons and I hope this blessed you this week and just continue serving God and and following after him and and don't get trapped in some of these prisons some of these prisons are not for believers but you know for example Joseph's prison Jesus's prison well you can't be in Jesus prison Joseph's prison um, the believers prisons you know just serving God showing people the love of God showing people God's gospel and and just working for him. Alright, God bless. Uh, oh, don't forget to like us on Facebook, Pentecost Podcast. Subscribe here on YouTube, Pentecost Podcast. And if you need to find a church, you can find one at upci.org in your area. Okay, thanks. God bless.